Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And welcome to the BPD Bunch Brunch, where we get together with our favorite brunchy beverages to catch up, play games, and talk about all things BPD. I'm your host, Zanny, and today I am here with Selene, Andre, and Mo. Where in the world is everyone coming from, and what is your brunchy beverage for the day? As per usual, I'm in New Mexico in the U.S., and I have coffee in this BPD Bunch mug that I painted myself. That's so cute. I'm joining from Dubai in the UAE where I moved um, yesterday and I have water. I'm joining from Ohio and I'm drinking an iced caramel latte. Ooh. Yeah, fancy. I'm joining you from um, Wiltshire in the south of England. And I'm drinking uh, a, a blackcurrant soda. Mm. Today we are back for a game we play every season, BPD Bingo! This time we are playing BPD Recovery Bingo. So all of the squares are somehow related to the BPD recovery journey. And I'm, I'm very excited for this game. Okay. What if the first one is the thought, do I even still have BPD? Did I ever have BPD? Did I make that up? <laughs> and I, yeah. I definitely got that one. I don't know about y'all. Yeah. 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 It's kind of good, I guess, that we ask ourselves that. I guess it, it means that we have a good handle on our emotions and reactions and things. Yeah, I feel like I often have this thought and then like the next day or even within a few hours, something happens and I have to regulate an emotional reaction. I'm like, nope, that was all real. I did not make that up. <laughs> yeah, I have those moments when I ask myself as well, like, do I, did I ever, like, did I, was it all in my head? And same as any, then something happens. And I think, yes, like I agree more that it can be positive and at the same time for me I'm like it still means that I have a, a bit of a way to go in terms of trusting myself because if I'm still questioning things like that I'm like ooh, I still have room to you know work on trusting myself trusting 
my past trusting you know that no i'm not manipulating my own self to create some bpd or something oh yeah and it feels so good to be part of the bunch so <laughs> yeah okay <clears throat> took ownership of an ineffective interaction yeah definitely i think for me entering into the therapy journey has been a really good catalyst for me to be able to to look back and reconcile differences because before i entered into this journey i always thought well it's their fault you know i, I wasn't that bad but now I'm able to look at myself from a, a more neutral perspective. So that, that's definitely something I'm trying to do more now. For me, it was part of coaching. So I went through um, like a coaching course and there was a part of it which was about conflict resolution or like managing conflicts, which is something I still really struggle with. If there is a conflict, I'd rather hide or run away. Usually that's the default position. But there was a question that they kind of invited us to ask every time there is a conflict. It's like, what part do I play? Like, how do I fuel this situation? And I ask myself that now all the time. And so that's led me a lot to take ownership of my part in the ineffective um, interaction. And this is the really difficult thing that I find is because I've done sometimes in the depth of BPD, the whole like, it's all your fault and it's not my fault and da, 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 and the world is, you know, and why me and I haven't done anything wrong. And I've gone to the other extreme, which is like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. It's all my fault. Like, oh, la, la, and over apologize, over apologize. So it's like trying to find that kind of middle path, I suppose, or that midway point where it's like, oh yeah, no, I do play a part in these situations and I can own that. And at the same time, I can also voice like my concerns and my boundaries and like resolve the, the situation somewhere in the middle. Yeah, I sort of struggle with this. I struggled for a long, long time to accept the fact that I make mistakes and I'm not always perfect. But now I, I feel like I'm good at it. But my problem is I expect other people to own their mistakes and to admit it and to apologize. And so now that's my current struggle is I can own my own mistakes, but it's hard for me to accept that not everybody is able to do that for themselves. Oof. So, yeah. Yeah. Right. Shake it up, shake the barrel, shake the barrel, shake the barrel. <laughs> woo, 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 woo. Exercised instead of lashing out. So this could be yes. going to the gym or at home. I do it all the time. If I need a break, if I'm about to uh, lose my cool, I have to step outside and like go walk in the woods or something or take a little walk to calm my nerves and then I can revisit whatever situation is going on. I've definitely done this uh, a few times, although I will say that the the times that really stand out to me are the times when my husband recommended this, like especially when I get really angry at stuff, like when my sewing machine isn't working and I'm starting to get really frustrated sometimes my husband will come in and say hey let's walk up and down the stairs together for a bit and I'm like okay uh -huh. does that how does that make you feel when he makes that suggestion does it make you more annoyed or do you appreciate it it's both probably like there's a part of me that's like oh why do I need somebody else to remind <laughs> me but then there's also like yes you're probably right thank <laughs> you for the reminder yeah. Hi. Mm. Made a repair with someone. It's a necessary part of life, no matter 
if you have BPD or not. It's just part of life and having relationships and friendships. Yeah. It's interesting because yes, you're right, Mo, I definitely have made repairs. I've made apologies and especially, you know, family. So I can see that. But that was the second thought. My first thought was like, oh, I still have so many repairs to make. I don't know. Maybe it's just me. <laughs> it's not just you. It's not just you, Selene. I think it's just a part and parcel of um, the way that our brains tend to function. Um, I had the same thing because I think it's human nature to often focus on what you haven't done versus how far you've come. And I personally still struggle with that. And I'm, I'm, I think I'm probably one of the oldest members of the bunch. And honestly, it's, it's just a case of keep going. Let's shake the bowl. Let's shake the bowl. Let's shake the bowl. Started lashing out at someone, stopped and found a more effective solution. Yes, I have. And at the time I was oblivious, but I was um, got into like a heated debate with a friend of mine and I found myself smashing my hand down. I think it was on a kitchen counter. But then at that point, I thought, do you know what? We need to maybe go to separate rooms. So I ended up going out in the garden and having a sit down for five minutes um, because I thought if I continue, this is going to escalate. Yeah, one proud moment. <laughs> so I actually still struggle with this. Once I start to feel a lot of anger, it's hard for me to stop myself. The only thing that really stops me is hearing the words that I'm saying to this other person, or if I feel the urge to like hit the wall or something, I realize that things are getting a little too heated and I need to step back and take a break from that person for a while before I can come back and hopefully have a better conversation about whatever is going on with us. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive help supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. This one is interesting because in the past, I start being unpleasant to somebody. And then I think, ooh, I'm being unpleasant. But then I think, oh, it's already come out. So it's too late now. I may as well like keep going. So I've definitely had those moments in the past because it's it it does feel very strange to do a complete 180 in the moment and be like, oh, I just started yelling. Wait, no, I, d I don't want to do that anymore. For the most part, I've gotten to the point where I realize what's coming before it comes out of my mouth. But I've also had more moments of, you know, especially when I'm hyper-focusing on something because I have ADHD as well as BPD. And one of the things that I've noticed for myself is that when somebody interrupts me, when I'm hyper-focused on something, my entire body gets filled with rage. And so I've had a lot of moments where I'm in the middle of something. My husband comes up to me and asks me a question and I'm like, what do you want? And then I hear myself 
and I, oh, I'm so sorry, hubby. I was really hyper-focusing on what I was doing and your interruption just like really threw me off. Sorry. Oh, what can I help you with? Right. Um, and it's really hard to do that because I always have felt in the past so justified at being angry. I'm like, you don't understand how hard it is for me to get into the flow. And now I'm in the zone and you ruined the zone, you know? <laughs> and uh, I know that's not exactly like BPD, but I feel like for me, there's a lot of overlap there with the just the rage being activated very easily. And that's just one of the situations that I feel like is the easiest to describe. I really relate to what you just said. A lot of the times I've really got vocal and, and eruptive is when I felt like I've been cut off before I finished what I had to say. So, yeah, I think I, we can all relate to that probably. All right. <laughs> I feel like we should do a little little clap, clap, clap when you shake the bottles. <laughs> Drum roll. Stood up for myself. Ooh. That's my favorite one on here, I think. Many times for the past few years, I have had to stand up for myself against people who I just never thought I would have to stand up to. I was so scared to do it and um, I was afraid of the consequences, but I'm so glad that I did. I got my point across. Some of my trauma was healed. So I will I will never regret standing up for myself. So now it's something that I can do very easily. So I suppose for me, like out of that, those bad situations where I did have to stand up for myself, I guess in the long run, it worked out because now I do it without any fear and I will do it to anyone who needs to be stood up to. When it comes to standing up for people, I've always actually excelled at standing up for others over my own self. And I'm learning to do that. Um, and when I first started, I used to just erupt as opposed to being polite. I'd just, all the aggression would come out. So what I now have in place is a series of um, friends and confidants that I will often, they, they will um, mediate on my behalf to try to soften the situation um, as opposed to me just jumping in head first. So that's that's my personal experience for now. Feeling like a guinea pig. That I can definitely relate to. So I'm quite new in my journey, so I don't really understand how a lot of the, the, the mental health system works as a, as a service user. So um, I got transferred from um, one part of a team to another, and it was a new service they were starting. So I kind of felt a bit, are, are they using me as a guinea pig to test out these newfangled ways? But it was actually one of the best things that happened to me. But at the time, I was, I was, I was feeling so reluctant to engage. Yeah, I, I definitely felt this because I was diagnosed when I was 15. At the time, they were like, there's nothing we can do. Sorry. And so then like, I saw a bunch of different providers over the years, and it really felt to me like no one knew what they were doing. And they were just trying different things on me to see what would work. And I guess I will say, to be fair, to some degree, they were at the time, you know, a lot of the therapies that we now know of that are really reliable for BPD were still kind of in development and in their very early stages at the time. So I wasn't going to check this box because I've never received therapy for BPD. But then I realized that I have made myself a guinea pig because I have tried a few different things um, to... Uh, help me recover from BPD. So yeah, it was self-inflicted, but I have felt like a guinea pig before. I so. mean, guinea pigs are cute. So yeah. Not <laughs> <bad>. cute. <laughs> right. 
Shake the tin. Shake. Gave tin myself a feeling shit day. Yes. I think that's every other week for me, to be honest. <laughs> yeah. But get so back to the question of I've realised that having a day to allow myself to feel those negative feelings, let them wash over me, actually prevents me from then erupting into a volcano later on. I used to busy myself. So if you feel these feelings that are uncomfortable or tough to deal with or, you know, deemed negative or weak, just keep busy, keep working, keep doing, keep, you know, never give myself the time. Um, but recently I started shifting that and especially um, around the time that, you know, recently, a, a few months ago, my, my grandma passed away and that was really, really, really sad. And I gave myself the time and space for the grief to express itself. I've never done that before. And I would just drop in my bed and let myself just dissolve. And it's it's like magic because for the first time when you allow yourself to really cry until you can't cry anymore, there's something so empowering and relieving and it's just it's just incredible. But I'd never experienced that before. Yeah, I gave myself a feeling shit day yesterday. I was just like, did not sleep really well and was feeling really just on edge. And so I, I kind of, I did do some work stuff, but I, I took it very slow and tried to just process through everything so that one bad day didn't become two and success. So, <laughs> all right, on we go. Realized my emotions were valid. Definitely took that one. I am always telling people that I am a human being and I'm not a robot, but I am trying to convince myself of that as much as other people. And so this is like a daily thing for me of constantly reminding myself that my emotions are valid. And the, you know, if there is anything that is unjustified, is maybe the way that I communicate those to others or the way that I manage them. But my emotions themselves are valid. And as I say that, I feel cringy inside because I still have a hard time with it. But <laughs> <laughs> it's really good that you're honest with it. I think it's so powerful when you start to think about emotions as messages that are there to tell you something about a situation and for me like that realized that my emotions were valid like that was a massive game changer in therapy so we did um emotion regulation module and like literally my therapist would be like okay so this happened at work you know like someone crossed a boundary and you got angry Solen, this makes total sense like those moments, because it had never happened to me, like growing up, you know, it was like, oh, don't be sad, you know, go to bed, it'll be better tomorrow, all this kind of, all this kind of stuff. Um, and so suddenly it's like someone telling you like, this makes total sense. It was a game changer. And now I do inside of myself. So yeah, I think this is super powerful and I definitely double tick this one. Once I learned to, to recognize that everyone feels emotions and that's okay, it made me more compassionate toward myself. I mean, I still need to work on being more compassionate, but that realizing that my emotions are valid, my emotions are normal, and also learning to separate my emotions from my reactions to my emotions has really helped me with my uh, friendships and relationships and such.
And the next one is talk to a trusted friend to get their perspective. All the time for me. All the time. Yeah. yeah. This has been my go-to get out of stress stressful mode card because I don't always trust my reactions and I don't always trust my feelings or the way that I've reacted to other people's um, feelings. So invariably, my friends have played a huge, huge part um, in my recovery as what I would call them. They, they become my last voices of reason. So if I'm not sure, I phone my friend. I've phoned Zanny before when I've had some crazy thing. I'm like, Zanny, is this normal? Or am I overreacting? Or, you know, because I don't know. And she was like, no, it's perfectly normal. And I'm like, oh. So, so yeah, trusted friends is the way forward. I, I do this a lot. In fact, I did it this afternoon before we did this episode. Um, but, yeah, if I'm unable to um, recognize if my feelings are irrational or not, then I can talk to a trusted friend and they can give me their perspective on it. And if I have overreacted, then they'll tell me and it's good, you know, because then I can readjust how I'm feeling and how I'm going to respond to the situation that maybe is unpleasant. I think there's a lot of value in having some friends who are honest, but also kind when they give you their, their opinions about something that's going on. All I can say is ditto. Shake, <laughs> shake, 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 shake. Shake it off, shake it off. <laughs> Realize that thing my therapist told me was actually true. Yeah, I took that one. Towards the end of therapy, um, my therapist said, you know, one of the skills that's really like still something that you really could benefit from and that's holding you back and the biggest thing, biggest thing standing in your way of recovery is non-judgmentally. And I was like, so offended. I'm not that judgmental. <laughs> I'm not that person. I love everybody, blah, 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 you know, all that stuff. <laughs> and I didn't say anything. And then the whole week it was on my mind and I was like, am I judgmental? And then I kept catching myself with all these judgments. Oh, what is this person wearing? What What is happening here? But most of all, it was judging myself all the time. Why did you have to say this? You're talking too much. You haven't said enough. Your accent sounds awful. What are you wearing? This person is going to think this. That person definitely thinks that. Oh my God, the problem is you. And it goes on and on and on. And I started to realize, oh my God, she was right. And then I started to judge my judgments. Why do you have to judge yourself so much? Oh my God. So the next therapy session, I was like, um, I think you were right. Can we work on it together? Because I really don't know what to do about this. When I um, engaged with this the new team, they said a lot of things that I thought, you know, you don't know what you're talking about, like sitting at home too long and like, you know, you need to get out and you'll feel better. And I'm like, whatever. But by ticking those things off, it's definitely made me feel better. And at, but at the time I was like, this is just another newfangled guinea pig thing that you're trying on me. So, um, yeah, I hate to admit it, but if you guys are watching from the PLC team, yeah, you're right. <laughs> Wait, so did you just get bingo? Did you get that across? Oh we shit, yes, we've bingo. got bingo! We got bingo! <laughs> oh, sorry, you're not Everybody a swiss. Uh, <laughs> you know what, I was so focused on the answer that I didn't realise that I've actually... <laughs> Congratulations to you, Andre. The champ is here. <laughs> <laughs>
Thank you so much, everyone, for watching. I hope you got a nugget of wisdom or healing to take with you on your journey. We will be back for another brunch episode next week, and we will see you then. Bye. 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 Take care.